Thank you for tuning in to Bridges for Mission. We are so delighted that you are joining us from all corners of the globe, from hello to Nepal, Philippines, Siberia, um, wherever you are, we are delighted to have you. I'm Reverend Sandra Dorsonville, and I'm joined by Minister Nicole Cox as your host today. We are truly um, blessed to have two longtime career missionaries, global servants with us this morning, and they are global servants with international ministries. And what a delight to have Reverend Madeline Flores Lopez and Ketli Pierre join us today. And my first question to both of you is, why don't you tell us about your ministry and where you are serving with international ministries? Yes, my ministry for the past 19 years in the Dominican Republic and Cuba is a ministry of faith, is a ministry of trust, is a ministry of believing God that he's going to do the, he's going to do his work. It is a ministry of coordinating volunteers from the U.S. and Puerto Rico to the Dominican Republic and Cuba. And doing what? Well, these, these um, teams these group of people will come and serve in many, many ministries that we can help them do the work. It is a, it is a possibility of doing vacation Bible school, medical clinics, um, out, outreach work, construction work, and many other opportunities around the communities of Haitians, around the communities of Dominicans. It will depend the size of the team, the different ways that these teams work, and I will help them. And my name is Madeline Flores. It's so good to be with you uh, this day that the Lord has made. And it's a joy for me to be sharing what God has done. My name is Ketley Pierre, missionary to the Dominican Republic. Uh, my husband and I, Vital, uh, our call is to evangelize and make disciples while building the kingdom of God by walking with others as they grow in their knowledge and faith and building relationships while meeting needs through the vehicle of community development. Our ministry is holistic. This is to say that we care for the soul, body, mind, and spirit. This is a challenging undertaking so along with the constant presence of God through his spirit and the prayers of our partners, we have some practical needs as well. Because of the growing population and the vast needs of Haitian immigrants, we had a vision to start a community center in the city of La Romana in 2019. The Alliance of Baptist Churches in La Romana alongside whom we serve are carrying each other's burdens through intentional hospitality by inviting Haitian immigrants and Dominicans to the newly built community center to receive a variety of services. We have especially seen the potential of this center 
during the this current pandemic. So my question for the two of you would be, what does it mean to be a host? We, we heard this word, um, you know, throughout the mission field, being a host, but what does it actually mean? And what is involved when you are hosting a volunteer team? Many teams have come to work alongside us in La Romana, San Pedro de Macorís, Punta Cana, and in the Batallas, which are communities surrounded by sugar cane. The work teams help with many projects and services, such as medical teams to the Batallas, leading vacation Bible school, workshops for teachers, lay leaders and pastors, teaching music, English as a second language, construction of churches, hospital, schools, community center. But also we have had short-term mission people. We have been also invited young people uh, to stay with us for a month, two months, three months, to a year, because these are people that have that call uh, for long-term mission. So we are welcome them also. Uh, so they are they are always um, be very interested, and we would love for people to be part of God's work in the Dominican Republic. And also, there is an ongoing, an ongoing need for work teams, donors. Uh, who like their contributions to go to children and young adults for their school and university fees and fundraising to help with the purchase of land for the new churches which are being planted. Well, being a host is a big responsibility. In my case, um, when I receive the teens at the airport, I am responsible for traveling, transportation, housing, meals, their agenda for the week or the time they are going to be working in the country and any other situation that can arise, I am responsible for that. So my responsibility with them is to make sure that they come and they do the work, that they feel uh, safe, that um, they get involved and they can see as much as they can of the ministry that is done in the Dominican Republic and Cuba. It is a big responsibility and it involves volunteers, but it also involves nationals that can serve along with us and they can learn from them and they can see the reality of the country. So it really sounds, um, Reverend Madeline, that there is a lot of organization behind um, that you do behind the scene with uh, before receiving and welcoming each team at the airport. Um, before we get to my next question, I have a follow-up question if you don't mind. What has been the longest time that you've had um, to host a team in the Dominican Republic to serve alongside you in the ministry? Well, mostly of my teams, in the Dominican Republic are um, short-term teams. I mean, and when I say short-terms is a week, seven days, eight days, the max maybe 10. And I think this, this number seven to 10 days is a, a perfect number for a team, a group, a diverse group to come. Yeah. 
when you organize the team, it gives, it gives you the idea of how much amount they need to see the reality of a country, to serve, to be able to, to be there and be part of what, of what that ministry is. So my teams, mostly, mostly all of them are from seven to 10 days, the, the most in terms of staying and working and being able to, to have a, a little glimpse of the reality. Wonderful, thank you. Have you had teams that have come back year after year, basically adopting, or, you know, we hear of that concept of uh, sister churches, but what about um, missionary, um, um, what's the word I'm trying to use? Uh, almost like, you know, pairing, or um, mm -hmm. you become truly part of that church's life and um, and commitment, really. So, yes, I I have had the opportunity of that. All my teams, all the teams that have been coming to the Dominican Republic and Cuba for the past nineteen years, they all have come back every year, or every other year, or every two years. It depends. Many situations in the world have affected a little bit this in terms of traveling, but every year I have teams that come and it's because their first experience, their first opportunity to work on the mission field as a volunteer was a good experience. So I make sure that, that that the teams have a good experience in all the ways. And good experience, I'm not saying that they are going to sleep in a very nice bed or with, air. no. A good experience, I mean, is that they're going to see, they're going to touch, they're going to hear the reality of the people in the country, the Haitians and the Dominicans, that they are going to experience together with them and with me because I am always with the missions teams. I make sure I, I travel along with them the week, the seven days, the 10 days they are going to be in the country, I am there with them. And I make sure that the experiences that I have had, they can have them too, because those experiences are going to give them the opportunity of learning, but also of feeling the reality of missions. And seeing is not the same as feeling. And for me, the most, is, the most important part is for them to feel Jesus in the other people and, and go with a full heart of knowing that they saw the need and they were there at some point, at least for seven to 10 days, to supply and to be part of that need and fulfill it. So, yes. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you really both for um, sharing and explaining uh, the breadth of your ministries and um, what it is to, to host, but also and, and having us live through uh, and alongside you. I'm sure there've been some challenges over the years. Would you mind sharing what have been some of the challenges that you faced as host? Yes, there are cultural differences and uh, they can be challenging. For example, uh, the American time to be on time 
uh, if it is eight that the bus is going to leave to go to the work site, they're expecting the bus to be at eight. And guess what? There is a Dominican time. <laughs> People taking it more easy. And that sometimes creates some frustration. Um, also different expectations uh, for, you know, uh, for people, uh, and that it would be in both sides. Uh, frustration will come really a different expectation. Like for example, uh, I can be, even though I don't know you very well, but I can be close to you. But uh, for the American, you know, some people say, wait, wait, I don't know you, don't be close to me. So the, there is this kind of um, cultural differences, but, um, with the love of God, really, there is a lot of barrier that goes down. And uh, I remember that verse in 2 Corinthians 8, uh, from 12 to 14, it says, whatever you give is acceptable if you give it eagerly. And give according to what you have, not what you do not have, of course. I don't mean your giving should make life easy for others and hard for yourself. I only mean that there should be some equality. Right now, you have plenty and can help those who are in need. Later, they will have plenty and can share with you when you need. In this way, things will be equal. I think um, the love of God, really, of giving and receiving, uh, some of the barriers of cultural differences can just go down and experience the face of God in people. So it goes from both sides. Oh, challenges. Well, in, in this ministry as a missionary, and for so many years, there's, there's always challenges. There's always, uh, at the beginning, the challenge of, well, learning the language, even though where I go, where I am is Spanish, but it's local Spanish, it's national Spanish. So that was my first challenge, the, the language, learning the, their local words and for them to understand me, for me to understand them. And uh, also the, the Creole itself from the Haitians um, and um, the challenges of being a single lady out there in a, in a country where the man is the one that drive the buses, that are outside working, that drive the trucks and, and seeing a, a, a lady doing that is a little bit shocking at the beginning. And it was a little difficult in terms of general working out there. But uh, they, after the years passed by, um, well, God has given me the gift and the blessing of all these people are my friends. All these people understand my ministry and um, I am part of them. They are my family. I am their family. And, and it, it, it's no longer a challenge. It's no longer, but challenges, we will see them every day, in, in, not only in terms of language, relations, or in other ways, but the challenges will always come. But since God is with us, we are able to face them and we are able to overcome them. So those are more or less the most challenging parts of this ministry there. Another question that I have for both of you 
is what surprised you um, it, over the years that you've been hosting teams? What has been some of the surprises? And let's hear first from um, Reverend Kathleen Pierre and then Reverend Madeline, if you don't mind following up with that afterwards. I think the surprise has been when people are open to the leading of the Holy Spirit who can transform our life through by looking life in a different way because I'm not home, I'm out of my comfort zone. So that gave the Holy Spirit the opportunity to work in our lives. And also by doing simple tasks of probably loving others and, and getting close to people. And as long as we're doing this, uh, we're doing it unto the Lord and we're having um, an encounter with God. And I think that's when the transformation comes. It happens, in, it happened in my life. So I know that um, it can happen to anybody also that comes. Yes. Um, uh, when, well, so some of the surprises that I have had in the past years uh, with teams is seeing a, a, a growing of, of youth teams, seeing the growth of many churches getting their youth to be involved in doing missions. And that is hope for me. That is hope because it tells me that, that the, the, the youth, that this generation um, is learning, is learning and this generation is not only seeing their daily life, but also seeing the daily life of others around the world. And these churches that give the youth this, this opportunity is important. And I am very happy to see this growing. And I am happy to see that the pastor care every year, care more for having youth in their teams, in their volunteers. And it's not that the others are not important. Of course, they are important. They are the example for this team, for this youth. But the, the surprise of seeing and also children, children involved the missions. And, and, and it's, it's a field for everyone. Missions is a field for children and for youth. It's not only a field for the people with experience, with no. It is a, it's a field that everybody fits in. And that is today's word. You have to be fit. <laughs> and in this type of missions, everyone fits in. And I am very happy, but also surprised because um, at the beginning of my ministry, I said, well, and who, who is going to go after we, we finish with this blessing that the Lord has given us to be a missionary, but I am seeing it now and I'm seeing more and more children and more youth. So that, was, that has been a big surprise for me. Um, my last question, or our last question for the both of you, um, would be what advice would you give volunteers and hosts who want to serve? Well, um, this is like a little difficult question because um, like when I entered the, field, the mission field as a, as a missionary global servant, um, unfortunately, I didn't have... <laughs> 
no advice at all. I had to learn on my own, but I am happy. I am happy to be here now and to be able to give maybe some advice to volunteers and hosts who, who will want to come. And one of my advice is to come with an open heart and an open mind. When you do missions, you have to be um, aware that you plan to give, but the Lord is there to also surprise you. And um, another advice that I will tell them, the volunteers, is um, when you serve, you serve with, uh, with, no, with no barriers, with no controls, with no up to here. You serve globally. You serve um, in, in, in entirely, integrally. And that means you give yourself. And not saying give things, material things, no. I'm saying you give your mind, your heart, your soul. And when you go to a mission field, to an opportunity of service, of serving with that type of attitude, believe me, you will come transform. You're, you will see things different. You will, you will go back home with a different attitude and with a different heart, even though it's the same heart, but with a different feeling of what missions is. So come with, a, with an open heart. Come with an open mind. And maybe another advice, um, uh, this is another way of thinking. Uh, in terms of, well, when they tell you, don't do this, don't do that, don't bring this, don't bring that. So be obedient. <laughs> and, um, but those are the most important advice, I think, um, to come with open minds and open hearts to serve and be able to, and let the Lord, let God work there inside of you. To be host. I think we need to be very sensible on um, the need of the person that is coming to visit you. Many times people are looking for something deeper, a deeper experience, not only probably to do the physical work, but they're looking to have an experience with the Lord. I think as a host, I have to be looking at that. I have to be looking the person, not what the person is bringing to me or money or their, resource or their gifts, but also let me see the person. And um, it has been amazing, you know, when I start looking at that person as the way, at the way God see that person, things happen. And then I can, I can establish a relationship and I can give uh, of what God has given to me so they can be the person that they want to be, that they need to be. Um, you know, I don't see this. For me as a host, um, I consider this experience that I'm a missionary, not only to the Haitian, to the Dominican, but to anybody that come to me. Uh, so I'm, I'm here, I'm present to serve them as an, as an individual. 
like I, I like I always um, tell my teams and when they when when they are received at the airport, bienvenidos a República Dominicana y Cuba. it's been a delight having both of you, Reverend Madeline and Ketley today as um, sharing and bridges for mission and giving us an opportunity to shed some light into what it's like to be. Thank you again. What are the takeaways, the godly pause moments after you hear the various episodes? We want to offer that these godly pauses be stones you pick up to build your bridges for mission. We see many references made to stones in the Bible. Let us invite you in noticing some everyday stones around you, which inform and continue to be a part of your journey. Um, as we promised our listeners, we would be reflecting back and picking up stones for, uh, to build the bridges for mission. Um, did you pick up any stones, Minister Nicole? Um, I did. I think the first one that I had come from um, Reverend Madeline, which she talked about um, the volunteers coming with an open heart and an open mind. Um, we teach that when we do orientation for our volunteers and just to hear um, that, you know, encouragement from a host to say that's what we want in our volunteers um, makes us makes me really feel like we are you know, doing orientation right um, for these volunteers. So yeah. I think for that, that would be one of mine. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, one of mine for her was when she said about that everybody fits in. There is a space um, at the table for everybody. And when she stressed the, the youth and the children, so, um, and that everybody needs to serve with integrity. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, I would agree with that. So we'll, uh, we'll continue to pick up those stones and we encourage our listeners Pick up those stones. What was the stone that you picked up for yourself? What was the stone that maybe God directed your hands? We thank you for listening to Bridges for Mission. You can find more information about the short-term mission office at internationalministries.org. Also, don't forget to get a hold of the new leader's guide entitled Short-Term Mission Team Essentials Together on the Journey. Uh, you can find this on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Book Baby, and that we are so glad that you joined us today. So thank you for all the subscribers and from listening from all continents. Thank you and have a good one.